0: Hello, Welcome to Agents of Sigmar. Just two dads trying to rekindle our childhoods in gaming in the best way we know
1: how. With bad jokes and fun games. Join us in our journey as we talk about tabletop games, board games and card games all through the eyes of the casual and time-starved
0: parent player. If you enjoy this podcast, please do check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And if you really appreciate our work, do visit Patreon to support us further. You'll find links to all these in the show notes. Wherever you find our content, please do like, subscribe, retweet, ring those bells, and leave us those five-star reviews. We do so crave your approval. And with all that begging out of the way, let's crash on.
1: Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I think the audio cut out of it on on my side on that one, so people might just heard. Yeah,
0: I agree. <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello.
1: Of course, anybody listening to our podcast will have full the full picture, the full sound. It'll be gravy.
0: Yes. Welcome to Tuesday Night Live on a Wednesday, and uh, or if you're watching this or listening to this on our podcast, hello and welcome, and thanks for listening. If um, yep. the, the, the podcast numbers are ticking over, I don't know what a good podcast numbers are really for. a for a fledgling outfit like us but uh, they're they're okay they're better than zero which is which is good
1: three and uh, i see john grant is already in the chat if you are listening to this and you do want to come along and chat with us on twitch when we record these do feel free to come along and you can pitch in with any comments suggestions ideas or opinions as we chat away
0: absolutely that would be very nice it's always good to have a chat i've not Mr. Marlowe in this evening but i have got a question to the Marlowe moment later
1: Oh, a Marlowe moment, yeah, Very good,
0: Milo
1: very moment. good. moment, yeah. So how are you, Pete? What have so, you
0: been up to? Uh, oh, didding, sorry. Oh, just me.
1: Not a lot, not a lot really. Um, no? Okay. Sickness in the house has has Ugh. caused a lot of hassle, so not really done very much at all. You? Uh, no, I just, well GCSE still, still haven't
0: passed those yet. Um, still going <laughs> on. Still going on. I did hear a uh, friend, t- friend of mine's teachers that they are extended this year to give the kids more time, having been covid Whatever, but apparently it's just knackering them all, wearing them out. I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just going on and on and on. Um, I've 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 hurt my back slightly, so I haven't been able to do any exercise. You know, I I never thought I would be somebody who would miss doing exercise, but I, I I did it last Friday, and I haven't done any really. I've been out my bike a couple of times, but uh, that's a bit painful. Um, but no, otherwise I'm not too bad I'm, we I know we don't really talk about politics on this show But I'm utterly disgusted with our government and, and and Rwanda. That's really put me in a bad mood today Or a good mood that they didn't get the plane didn't fly I suppose. That's really put me in a bad mood So uh, anyway, but that's by the by Just thought I'd throw that out there um, Because I've been listening to the rest of this politics today And if, if, if it's good enough for Roy Stewart and Alistair Campbell Pete, it should be good enough for me and you I suspect we probably it's won't true. get as many people listening To us talking about probably it Probably not since we know absolutely nothing about it, <laughs> yep. anyway, uh, their, another, the one... in, another, their podcast is the number one.
1: Tuned in. their podcast. tuned in style earns so uh-huh. open board okay. style. a
0: uh-huh half style. Yeah, their podcast apparently, Pete, is the number one in the UK. So just maybe by invoking it, maybe we'll go out of the ranking slightly. You,
1: you never know. <laughs> no. you just, anyway, just hope that some kind of bot is is skimming the text or and the audio and just yeah, <laughs> that's like this. you never know. So.
0: Pete, you've really messed up. Out. Go,
1: what the hell are they on about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've really messed up our schedule this last week or so. I have. I have. Did you just want to sickness first, and then I was sickness, and it wasn't even you who was sick though. I mean, I can't believe you just didn't leave your wife in her bed <laughs> to look after the kids. Well, what, just so uh, we couldn't play, so we didn't play last Thursday. So we were going to play Moonstone, no. and we didn't play because poor old Pete couldn't come, or poor poor old Mrs. Pete wasn't very well, um, so poor old Pete couldn't come. Uh, and then you were out gallivanting last night, so we've had to do Tuesday Night Live on a Wednesday.
1: We have; it's, it's all gone back to front. Dogs are sleeping with cats, and it's all madness.
0: Yeah, I mean, this we haven't had. We haven't been out since 2019,
1: <laughs> or oh, something like that. Our starlines, does Derek on the other media? So, hello, Johan uh-huh.
0: Aha! Hello, Johan it's, um, it, yeah, it's quite funny, everybody has, we've, we've talked about this before, but everybody has, like, five different names, um, and then so some people who I don't realise, there's so somebody who I didn't realise was a patron, because they're something different on, <laughs> I was just looking at the list of people on our Discord, and they, I hadn't realised that that, that, that that was them.
1: <laughs> Considering I'm so bad at just remembering people's regular names, having to then try and tie up people's names across different platforms... I feel like yep. when you when you get to an age, like you get to a a certain age, I'm not sure, you just you just get an online account and it's your name, and that's it. You can't change it, and you have to use. it am I'm, I'm
0: and mostly that's... my name. And if I'm not my if I'm not my name, I'm AOS Robin now, just because.
1: Yeah, yeah, just because. <laughs> just because that's part of our life now.
0: Yeah, so we haven't really been doing very much, then, but with one thing and another, I have been working on the next Lord of the Rings LCG video. Uh, I'm taking one of the Dark of Mirkwood scenarios which is one of the new ones, new release mm-hmm. and I'm using the Elves, I've got some Elves for my birthday so I'm using those so that's that's going, going with the usual amount of success uh, that I have so, so far um, but I, have, I am at least playing it which is that, so that is, that, is a, that is a step in the right direction uh, and uh, re- to
1: keep with the Lord of the Rings theme I have been editing the Middle Earth Strategy Battle Games videos, Ooh. they are now uploaded and they will, the first one will go out this Friday
0: brilliant i'm looking forward to seeing those actually i might i might have a sneak peek um so yeah, no, yeah. i've enjoyed making those and uh yeah. did they look do they look good do you would you recommend them i thought
1: yeah <laughs> no <laughs> ago, no going the rubbish <laughs> no so.
0: yeah i, I was kind of hoping you'd say be a bit more positive about that but anyway <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah i'm sure they're brilliant
1: i'm sure You're they're all right. <laughs> okay i suppose
0: We've released uh, we released our Ascension Tactics video from the game from Stoneblade, which hasn't yep. many people haven't watched that. It's not not lots of people watched, it, but it's a good little deck hundred or so. Yeah, yep. and but what's done much better is our Horus Heresy Heresy videos have done much better, or video. it's got Horus Heresy about. in the title. Yeah, that, well you're absolutely right. It is, that is the reason why? But it's uh, but, yeah, but it's but it's generated quite a lot of interesting discussion, which I think is really nice. And lots of fairly grown up discussion as well. Only only one person said that not all games needed to be for children, I think. So I I, I consider that to be a positive.
1: I'm sure they've been uh, making sure their neck beard has been suitably before <laughs> I type that response. Absolutely. Yes, yes I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so
0: coming up, we've got a reasonable amount coming up, I think. We've got Moonstone yep. finally this week. We've been promising Moonstone it feels like for about a month, but we are actually well, as long as nothing terrible happens in the next twenty four hours, we're gonna be this time this time tomorrow we'll be playing Moonstone. Um, which I'm quite looking forward, well I am very much looking forward to. And then I've been looking at a game called 0 O two hundred hours, which was sent to us by a guy called Graham. I've forgotten his surname, but he has got his own company called Grey for now. He's actually the designer of Test of Honour. The Samurai skirmish yeah. game. So This is a World War yeah, Two yeah. skirmish game set in the dead of night. Um, if viewers can see it at the corner of the screen. Maybe not if I'm in a circle, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, well, it's, it's Axis vs. Allies type creeping around in the dark stuff. So that that, that, that looks fun. Uh, probably the most interesting news is that Valentin's coming to the studio this weekend.
1: Yeah. The man who created the uh, the online phenomena that was uh, the the Straight of shade Spire game uh, tournament series. He'll be coming to the studio all the way from I can't remember where he lives now, but uh, it's in Europe. So it's a decent <laughs> all the way from Europe.
0: I, I hope they let him in from Europe um, land. <laughs> I think it's he's, I think he, he's German. Europe, li- he is German. Lives in Holland. I think. I think. That's yeah, terrible now, We've i have got think. that wrong, but I think I think that's the case. So he is actually over for the Grand Clash. So there is a Grand Clash up at Warhammer World. It's not a Grand Clash, is it? It's a mini clash. Um but he's over a for that yet. at the weekend. At the weekend. Uh so there's a Bugman's Clash on the Friday night, and there's a mini clash on the Saturday. I don't know if there are any tickets left on Saturday, and then he's coming down on the train from Nottingham and going to meet us, and we're gonna play what is it we're gonna play? Battle Masters. Battle Masters. Now, I have never played that game. Have you played it?
1: I have. It was one of those games that I played way back when I was possibly almost in single digits. Um, and I remember it fondly. Um, it's got a massive mat, though, so it was always a pain to try and find enough space. Because you couldn't just play it on the tabletop. Because it was like four foot by five foot. So right. you definitely needed to play it on the floor back then. So I am, yeah. I'm very, very oh, much I've looking just forward the- to, to having a go at that again.
0: I just thought if it was um, if it was a nice day like it has been today here we could have, we probably wouldn't have worked we could have I could have folded down the table this table we've got in the garage played it played it outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, sure it would record so well then.
0: No, possibly not, possibly not. Yeah, so we're going to record. I think Balance is bringing everything um, to do with the games. We're going to record the entire campaign or something, aren't we, on Sunday? So it's going to be a we're long. Gonna, we're going to try. It's about five games, day.
1: but they don't take too long, so hopefully okay. we can get okay. we can get some of them in the Middle East and yeah. Because so when
0: Valentin said it, I thought he grossly underestimated how how bad we could how slow we are at
1: <laughs> things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think um, he's, yeah, he quite realizes just how much we can agonise over the most minute and unimportant of decisions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like that, and that's just where to put the cameras. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Looking beyond that, I think we've got some MCP coming. We haven't played MCP for a while, have we? So uh, I think no, we, yeah. we, we'll probably play that again. Although if we love Moonstone, I'm going to might push push to play a bit of that, uh, a bit more of that. And I have oh, also got been sent by the lovely people at Cold Spring Games. They've sent me a copy of Unmatched Redemption Row, Ooh. which is which is behind my left shoulder here. Um, but it's got uh, it, the Unmatched series is quite nice. It's, got a nice easy kind of it's not sort of deathmatch game i suppose and um, yeah. this this one is themed around marvel so it's it's ghost rider uh, moon knight and uh, Luke cage um
1: is it a card based sort of thing, it's card yeah it there movies? are
0: miniatures there are miniatures but it's card based it's card based too but it's not deck building okay. you just you just you just have a hand of cards and you just shuffle them and you know play them okay play them out. Cool. so um, and yeah, it's pretty quick it's pretty quick. I've only got one set, but you can mix and match all the sets. the there's a Jurassic Park type set, and you can just play that.
1: Mm.
0: So, so you can play, I think you can play the T-Rex, and I've played it once awesome. before. And you, with the game, I think it had the Invisible Man, Dracula, and uh, Jackal and Hyde. So you can, and they Brilliant. all mix and match. So it's quite nice. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to playing that again. That on the channel. Uh,
1: that that, be that sounds cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so Pete, what you've been painting? What you've been slap
1: chopping? Uh, Not a lot. I've almost finished um, Storm. It's not the best, uh, I'll admit, but Storm's nearly done, so for MCP. I've been working on a few Horus Heresy Marines, although they're far from being done, and uh, I've also mostly slap-chopped a load of Wild Riders and Wild Wargs ready for MCP. MCP? A little, little bit done. M E S P G Uh, M E S (laughs) P A B C D E F G E
0: F G yeah middle earth strategy battle yeah actually I really liked the what you shared a little while back didn't you that you did I thought it looked really good really effective that was was impressive uh,
1: the whole slap chop does does suit like the wargs because it's they're mostly fur so I think the more the more natural the better but then of course Darren Latham Went and slap chopped space marine, space wolf, and that looked amazing. So it didn't look slap
0: chopped at all, did It didn't. Look. I, well, I did
1: by the end, but
0: yeah, you totally don't have to. But I've been um, uh, slap chopped uh, or painted the unmatched miniatures because they come with three minis, and uh, but they they kind of want those minis that come heavily dry brushed already. So oh, right. uh, I boosted the highlights slightly and tried to paint them, but I, I'm done, so far I've only done Luke Cage. You know. Haven't really done it very well, <laughs> so, oh. so I may or may not show that off. Um, it's just one of those things I, I really need. We're well, going to talk about this later, but I really need one of the new yellows that GW are doing because I did two coats of the Nas- Nasdaq yellow over it and it just looked kind of bran, <laughs> Brad. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, then I had to highlight ju- it. I'm assuming we're going, talk, I'm
1: we're going to talk about the, the, um, the GW, we are, we are. So that, that's at some point, so we will come on to that in a minute, but that's later. Yeah, yeah, so I, I, I definitely sh- think slap chopping definitely suits certain things much better than others and flesh tones it doesn't really work with it no well at all i don't think
0: no no was or at this was his t-shirt flesh tones this was his t-shirt i was trying to do yellow and it just didn't yeah I, I think i used the wrong yellow but i did one of those things it was hot day and i couldn't bother to i think i've got two yellows and i think i maybe i used the wrong one um i've also yeah, been painting Na- mine Nas-
1: sorry i was gonna say nasdreg's a bit of a darker yellow isn't it i think the there's another one I and mean, it's brighter, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah,
0: I think I probably should have used that one, but I couldn't find it. And I, Then I doubted whether I had it, because I haven't got all of them. Because <laughs> we split the set in half, and I haven't bought as many as you. we yeah. duplicates. So then I started to doubt whether I had it at all. But uh, never mind. In fact, the first coat was fine. The mistake, what happened was, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but w- what happened was, I must have, when I was painting, he's got some, like, um, I guess in the power bands when he's Power Man I guess um, I painted them silver with the intention of kind of effectively then just painting some, something similar to Nasdrag Yellow over them to make them gold and I must have slipped or something or not noticed or and I had a, his t-shirt had a big silver swathe across it where I must have just caught it with the brush so I thought oh I'll just put some Nasdrag Yellow over that to cover it up and then what was, what was left was kind of brown instead of yellow so, so it all went, went badly wrong
1: I think I had, I had done yellow it was the other one. Right, Not uh, more, no, okay. But I think that's yeah. more of a yellowy yellow. I think that one. Right, well,
0: it, well, it's too late now.
1: Yeah, it's too late it's done now. now. I just
0: have I just have to go and I so I've been high high. I don't know yellow. It, it looks all right. It looks all right. So
1: I've been painting some moonstone
0: minis. Um, yep. they're all ready. They're all finished and ready for tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to playing with those. Uh, you said you were painting some Horus Heresy marines. Did you? Um, are, you are you doing them all Death Guard?
1: I have two of them have been done. Death Guard. Um, I don't know whether I want to do the third one, something else, or not. But yeah, the first two are being done so far in Death Guard colours.
0: So I'm working my way through the Legions. Well, I started with two in the box, but I've now, but I've only got as far as number one. (laughs) So I haven't got very far. So I haven't got very far with that. So I think that's Dark Angels, and I've literally so far just painted it black and highlighted it. Um, But. I've also doing the Mysterious Legion number two, which I will come on to in a bit later a bit later on in our community shout-out. Right. Uh, and then I've got a third one ready to go, but I haven't done any of that yet. I think I think the third Legion is Empress Children. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh so there's that. So I've and I've also been I've been slap chopping some Rangers of Middle Earth. Because <laughs> uh, I thought the Rangers the Rangers sort of tones might work quite well with Slap Chop because it's kind of muted tones. I'm not overly yeah. pleased with how they are going, but you know what it's like when you've got a miniature half painted. No matter how you're doing it, it looks, it looks a bit naff yeah. when it's half done. So it's coming, it's coming together slowly, but we'll see, we'll see. I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I'm overly happy with the slap chop finish, and I know, I know you are a great proponent of it, but I, I, I think I just that getting caught between wanting to do it as fast as possible, but also wanting to do it as well as possible.
1: Yeah, um, you've definitely, so I think with Slap Chop, you've definitely just got to accept that certain bits are going to look a little bit naff and not as good as yeah. if you did them the old-fashioned way, but then you've just got to sort of keep telling yourself, you know what, I, you know, it, it's taken me half an hour to paint an entire model or whatever, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just I think, to take
1: the hit sometimes.
0: I think with the ranges, it I, I want, in my mind, I want a, a, a set of different, slightly different greens and browns, and it looked look quite good, but with the Slap Chop, you haven't quite got that. Well, I haven't got that level of subtlety.
1: (laughs) I found when I was doing, um, when I did my help my son paint his uh, Tamiya um, German soldiers, we we had two or three different greens and a brown all open and then we just put some paints on the the palette and then we were just sort of taking bits from each and then just slapping various greens on and sort of wet blending them together as we were going or just mixing them and that gave a... A nice level of difference in the shades, and then a bit of brown here and there to give that sort of camo sort of look. Okay. And I think that broke it up enough. So,
0: all right, oh, cool. Well, so I'm just cracked, then, is really what you're saying.
1: <laughs> We'd just get some different greens and stick them on. <laughs> I mean, I was using like orc flesh and militarum green, and there's another one that I was using, and then had right. some snake bite brown, and yeah, some other bits.
0: Actually, uh, militarum green, I should get that out. Actually, I haven't used that yet.
1: Militarn green, I love it. I think it's one of the best greens. It's very, it's definitely a very...
0: It is good. The reason I haven't used it, actually, I'm just thinking about it. I was trying to use, instead of actually using contrast, I was trying to water down the scale colour paints that I've got. Because they they dry very matte. They dry very matte and they're water-based. So you can just water them. You don't need to use paint medium. You can just water them down. And I thought, I want the ranges to look matte. They they wouldn't be shiny, if that makes sense. They'd be foresty. So, because the contrast colours can sometimes give a bit of a sheen, can't they? Um, yeah. Oh, so I wanted them to, so So that that's why I haven't used military Green. Um, but I'm not sure the experiment was totally successful. But I'll, I'll put them on Instagram and, and we can look. Uh, and then the last thing it says is, it says I've assembled my 0200 hours minis. That's actually a lie because I haven't assembled <laughs> them at all. No. I thought I would have done. I wrote this a couple of days ago and I thought I would have done by the time we got here and I haven't too busy um
1: so too many models too little time
0: exactly exactly and well, I've also made up some Minas Tirith guard as well to go with my rangers I haven't started painting those yet
1: uh community shout out Pete have you got any community shout outs I haven't uh, I haven't been too much in the community of, of late because of just everything being cared for in the community yeah <laughs> basically right. so no oh. I don't like any of them enough fair
0: enough fair <laughs> enough Um, well, I've got three, um, and one is a quick shout out to a guy called Mediocre Hobbies, I think that's what he's called, I'll do it from memory, um, Mediocre Hobbies, he, he has a nice or it's particularly topical at the moment, he's got some, a nice series of videos about painting, quickly painting, um, um, Horace Heresy models, but his, his whole shtick is just kind of average level painting, although he's a good painter, so, but, you know, quick ways of of getting good results, and I really liked his videos that I've watched to, to do them. So, little shout out for him. Um He's kind of like a less successful but slightly less annoying Midwinter Minis, I think. Uh, plus, <laughs> he's got the best name of any. If I could if I could steal anybody's name of their channel, it would be Mediocre Hobbies. I think. I think I, I'm disappointed that I didn't think of that
1: but I'm looking at his stuff I'm just looking through his YouTube channel it is Mediocre Hobbies I'm looking at his stuff and frankly it's not mediocre at all he's just lying <laughs> it's, just, it's it's really really great hobbies is what it should be called okay should, um, we,
0: change, should we change our name to actually Mediocre Hobbies <laughs> yeah
1: yeah Mediocre for sub, reals sub-mediocre sub hobbies sub-mediocre or you won't believe just how bad we are hobbies
0: yeah no, but he's no, got
1: instagram and, and a tiktok and everything so yeah go check all those he's out. got
0: a what a tiktok my goodness me there's a clock in here it looks
1: like it yeah
0: a tiktok I don't is know, just, I just don't,
1: one, don't
0: one step beyond uh, for uh, me uh, I'm
1: yeah well it's a bit like um those little walkies roundup things and stuff like that i was doing but i just yeah i don't yeah, know, what I I covers, know yeah I, I know what I, but i just
0: uh, yeah i don't understand it as a sensation that's just, yeah, that's just my age. That's my age showing. Um, But they have got, um, on Instagram, there is uh, the hashtag Fabulous Marines 2022 hashtag. Or maybe just, you may not have to have the 2022. You may just be Fabulous Marines. uh, Which is basically a pride-themed set of Marines. So, you know, I was talking about my second Legion um, Marine I was going to paint. I'm painting him up in full rainbow regalia.
1: Um, lovely but lovely. he looks
0: shit. As, he looks shit as well at the moment. was <laughs> <So, laughs> one of these things. Like, oh God, why do are you to see these? Uh, there are some amazing paint jobs on that hashtag, and um, my um, mine aren't. <laughs> but maybe, again, he's, 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 he's only half done, so maybe he'll look better. He was, I, put some, I put some shade coats on him today, so he looked about a billion times better than he did at the end of the day. Um, and uh, so uh,
1: they basically. have a website as well, fabulousmarines dot com, and they are doing it to raise money for the Trevor Project, which so uh, okay. it's, it's all cool. I hadn't realised though.
0: that. I'd i only seen the, fas- the the hashtag. So oh okay, I'll, yeah. I'll um yeah I'll I'll put I'll try and put a link when I do the podcast episode. I'll try and put a link in the show notes to that. Um, so I literally only I'd only seen I'd only seen the hashtag. So it's a good job you're here, Pete, doing technical things,
1: researching um, as we go. What's really weird, I could see Pete when he's
0: highlighting my uh, run run runtime notes. I thought, what's he he doing, what's he doing? So the next one he's highlighted is Tales of a Tabletop Skirmisher, who you'll find on Facebook, um, if you can't find him. He's a little, I think he's a one-man outfit on Facebook, uh, but he seems to have incredibly good internet search powers, because I actually find out most of what's been released, or being released, or announced, from him, rather than any other source. <laughs> well, he's been a bit quiet of late, but he's suddenly come back with a vengeance. But he's really into his skirmish games, funnily enough, uh, being called Tales of a Tabletop Skirmisher. And he is particularly into Necromunda, uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, and Star Wars Legion. And so also, he... Also, looks like
1: he's got a little bit of Aeronautica Imperialis on there as well.
0: Oh, uh, OK, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen so much of that, so I didn't, I didn't mention that, but yes, there is a little bit of aeronautica. Um But he, he's a good source of news... And he, uh and and and, yeah, and, he, and his painting and his stuff is interesting as well. But he's mainly I use him for news. I get the news I need for the tabletop skirmisher. So
1: to quote
0: to paraphrase um, Paul Simon, I think.
1: So he goes to the tabletop skirmisher as well, does he?
0: He does. He gets his news you need. He gets his <laughs> <a> news you <laughs> need the, from the weather report, I think. Um, so we've got. Oh, Pete's correcting my uh, grammar where I had a little extra character on the on the on the. On the ringing me glass sorry um stuff. <laughs> so gw news is the next up on my exciting list that pete is looking at now i'm gonna have to stop looking at my own notes in a minute because it's somehow, it's somehow off-putting um not i don't think there's been very much gw news really they i think they'll just
1: basically worn themselves out um but they still keeps throwing it all out there because I mean, obviously. You've corrected my spelling, but things, that's though. not
0: what he's called. You've corrected my spelling. I've just seen you do it, but that's not what he's called.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, people at home are like, "What the hell are they doing?" I'm it's, looking, it, my, I'm about looking,
0: about my, looking at myself, looking at myself now. He's called. The st- yeah,
1: he is the dominate the, the del- underhive del- with the psychic
0: powers, the del- like spiker, and you change it to psyker.
1: You See. <laughs> But he is a Psyker as well.
0: I uh, know, he is a Psyker. He's he a, a Psyker. It's really Spiker. clever, Spiker. you see. They swap the first two letters around and it, it means something completely the same. It's clever, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, so there is the, so they announced this new Deluxe psycho model, or Spiker model, um, with his, like, a big bulbous head. I feel like it's like a yep. ca- cartoon ca- or a comedy character similar to that.
1: Um, it does look a bit, yeah. Yeah,
0: and... Uh, I mean, I've, I don't play the game anymore. It was quite an interesting model, I thought. And there was also a Warhammer Underworlds tutorial on there, which Nick Baton did. I'm a bit disappointed. I was waiting for that call. I know we haven't done one for a while, but Nick's is probably the second best Warhammer Underworld tutorial out there. after hours, I would say.
1: What was, was the... I, um, qu- I didn't I had a qu- know they'd a qu- done the new Underworlds tutorial.
0: Well, I can, can go out a little... little can, yeah, it is. Well, yeah, it was, it was on the... I mean, I'm only, I'm only going through the Warhammer community pages and looking at the most recent things. Oh, right. but it was—I think it is all new. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. It's, yeah, it's quite well done. It's quite well done. It's not as funny as ours, obviously. Uh, but it's quite well done. It's got—it's more wizzy than ours would have been. Some computer graphics and such like. Yeah. Um, but probably the main thing. Was it last weekend they announced they had this amazing paint trailer with Titans being spattered with paint and Stormcast being spattered with paint and it was gonna be a revolutionary new painting change, the I greatest thing brushes since brushes
1: ready or whatever.
0: Yeah, get the greatest thing since uh, sliced contrast paint. And then they announced it the next day. Typical GW fashion. They don't really you know, yeah. they might as well just they may as well have just announced it. <laughs> to be honest. Um and um well, oh, it was it was pretty underwhelming after that. If you're going to make a feature-length film,
1: <laughs> it was about as underwhelming as it could have been. I think, to be honest.
0: Yeah, it's like oh, more shades of contrast, which which is fine. And I I, I have to say, like there, there's some really nice bright yellows in the in the thing. I have to say that a lot of the a lot of the contrast paints, I find a, end up being a shade of brown. Uh, my, main, my main criticism of them, a lot of them, like, you've got, you've got the yellows, skeleton horde, snake bite leather, um, maybe a couple of others. Oh, I do like the snake bite leather. But depending on what concentrations you put them on, they all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's a whole slew of new colours and things, and, and, and a new white spray, which GW white sprays have traditionally been shite. So be interesting to see Best that's,
1: spray ever, supposedly. I'm using word. air quotes.
0: Yeah. Uh, is, that, be is, that you, be is that you using the can? No, That's
1: um, my air quotes.
0: I oh, oh, <laughs> see. Um, so yeah, but they, and they're, and they're getting rid of the gloss shades presumably because most of the contrast paints are like gloss shade, so there's no need for them to have gloss shades anymore. Uh, and adding adding quite a lot of new shades. I, I say that was probably the most interesting thing for me. There were quite a lot I of new shade six, colours.
1: Six more shades or so. Six or eight more shades, aren't they?
0: Yeah. And like there's like a. Mortarian grime and soul blight grey, which is kind of interesting. I wonder whether you might use that over white. Um, mm. So maybe yeah. So that, yeah, that that I quite like a shade paint. Although I use them less than I used to. I don't I don't lean on them quite as hard as I used to. But I I do like a shade paint. Um, lots of greens or lots lots of greens. A croak green Agra- and a boxwood
1: green. and Nol. They're the only thing. Only two you need. Sorry. Agrax, Agrax and Null, Null. The only two yeah. you need. No, saying i saying u- I've, I've been busting out the Seraphim Sepia quite a bit with my Death Guard. Uh, so I forgot I like about a that bit of seraphim
0: seraphim, a I, like a, I like a bit of Seraphim Sepia. Uh, particularly good yeah. over silver. Silver for gold. And I also like... Yeah. Um, uh, actually, I like... Uh, today I was using Drakonoff Nightshade, which I don't use very often. I've started using Atholian yeah. Camochet for my bases when I'm doing the Lord of the Rings, the Middle Earth bases. I do the green. The green I've got is quite bright, oh. and a couple of co- couple of coats of Atholian Camaché brings it down. Um but I like yeah. the purple as well. You can do lots with the purple.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've
0: forgotten what the purple's called. But uh, um I like the purple. Is anybody commenting in the comments? Oh we yeah, have got a few comments in the comments.
1: Mr. Marlowe's in Um Mr. Marlowe is in and um yeah, and said that he's quite interested by the fact that the latest White Dwarf has uh Warcry cards for the four most recent Underworlds war bands in, so he's been interested in that one. I mean if, if Warcry is your thing. Then I can see that I did mention in, uh, in my walkies roundup this morning about um, whether you could make things hexy uh, by taking warcry or things like that and play them on the hex board instead. And would mm-hmm. that make them better? Because getting rid of the it... old tape measure makes life much easier.
0: Interesting, interesting. I sorry, I missed your segue there. Was that, was that you reading the comments? I'm still reading the comments. <laughs> I would say that you're you're required to start to start Ernst. Star- 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 sorry. I, I, I zoned out there I apologise I was thinking I also forgot to mention what GW didn't do with the paints they didn't change their bloody pots from I no. hate their pots I hate their pots with a passion especially this time of year and this, when it's hot and they dry this out. is
1: a, an unpopular opinion moment
0: it. it is my unpopular it's not really I say uh, I haven't put opinion right I don't think well, you haven't changed that on. you haven't edited that for me uh, you, I hate the um, I just yeah I just hate them <sighs> they haven't changed them they're not quite for contrast they're not quite so bad
1: no contrast and washes uh, they're not really that bad at all No. I mean no. for the most part I'm not too phased by the new pots by, by the old pots they don't bother me too much they they slightly irk me on occasion sometimes but I for the most part them. I'm not that phased and I, I do prefer the fact that I can just if I if I have 10 minutes and I don't want to have to get the, the wet palette out and all the rest of it um I can just get the paint, I can just open it and very easily just make sure my brush is quite wet before I then get a little bit of the paint, make sure that it's not too bad and I can just put that straight on the model in those situations. But if it's all dropper bowls, I need to get the we wet palette out it. and all that fast. Mm. When well, I've only got a dry and palette And also anyway. when I when I, and when I tend to use I also find, and I don't know, you might not do this, but I find that I always end up putting too much paint on the palette when I when I use a dropper bowl and then I end up having to either try and find some uses for it. Or I've just wasted it. Whereas when I've I just got the, the pot, I can open it and just whip a little bit out.
0: I do do that. I do do that, and that is one. That is one of the frustrating things about them.
1: Especially some. Sometimes it gets
0: a little bit blocked. And you just squeeze it a little bit too hard, and the blockage goes, and it just goes. Right, to catch it. I have two. Um,
1: I have two uh, paper clips. I don't know. If people, people probably can't see them at home even. I've got two paper clips. that are steadily getting thicker because <laughs> I, I just use them to jam them in the end so that it unblocks it. Mm. And um, yeah, I do that at the minute. But I mean, it's you know I I do think dropper bottles are overall they are better than the GW paints. But I don't think GW will ever change
0: them. No, 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 they will. I haven't wasted. Well, I mean, they have changed them over time. I I haven't wasted as much paint through dropper bottles as I have through pots that have dried out and I've had to throw away. Maybe by by a long shot.
1: By a long shot. Yeah, right. probably. I mean, I've not, I've not had anywhere near as many paint pots with failed to close lids that I failed to close properly. Good so. for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, I have. <laughs> so yeah, I, I can definitely see people's com- complaints about them, and it can be annoying when when the paint does get into the back and and dries up, and it makes it hard to close. That is. Frustrating, but then there's something quite satisfying about getting um, my um, my mold line removal tool in there and just scraping that out and having this one perfect chunk of paint come out, yeah. and, and then yeah, it shuts that's perfectly. There's, there's a it's there's, there's when it completely satisfying. dries
0: out, you can actually scoop out the entire paint pot as well, which is quite satisfying <laughs> but quite quite expensive. <laughs> um, right, we better move on. Um uh, we're on to general gaming news, and this might take a little while today, maybe I've quick like, quickly I rattle through it. Uh the first piece of exciting general gaming news, and this is gonna make you laugh, I think, Pete, there is apparently going to be a great British bake-off card game. Right, but <laughs> but that's not the bit that's gonna make you laugh. It won't be available in the UK. <laughs> because because as I understand it, I think it's been published by Ravensburger. And they have the rights to the name of the American show, which is the Great British Baking Show. And they haven't what? been able to get... They haven't been able to... It's called the Great British Baking Show in America and other places. And they haven't been able to get the rights to the Great British Bake Off, presumably because it cost a lot more money. Um, so it, they can't release the game over here. Well, they, they could do, but, they, but then nobody would know it was connected to the Great British Bake Off. Well, not nobody. I would. But, um, yeah... So that that, that entertain
1: me. I, I mean, that's quite amusing. Me. Although I'm not, I'm not particularly upset by the fact they won't be available here. No, well, They're I'm not, not really either. I just thought it was
0: just thought it was funny that they've got this game based on a thing that's the, like a British institution, and they can't release it in Britain. It just made me laugh. I don't. I don't think I'd ever. That, play that it. is quite funny. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the Fantasy Flight Games and AMG have been going um, nuts. Well, AMG actually been going nuts. I, I forget the two are, actually. Although they're both owned by Asmodee, they're not the same company anymore. Made more confusing by the fact that... Well, they've never been the same company, but it's made more confusing by the fact that Asmodee gave some of the stuff that was FFG to AMG. So FFG haven't done very much. They have released some deck lists for the Lord of the Rings LCG. Don't need to talk about that very much. Um, but AMG had their what they call their mini extravaganza um for the last few days now i think there was some delay because they had some covid amongst their staff so they couldn't they couldn't do what they wanted to do so they delayed it but then they announced shed loads of stuff and i actually got most of this information from the tails of the tables top skirmisher. Um, and that's a weird yeah. thing about amg is that i hear i see these announcements like maybe something on twitter maybe something on instagram uh, or maybe on this guy's website <laughs> uh, on facebook page but when you then go and look on their website there's nothing there or you go and look on their instagram and some of the pictures that he had were on there i have no idea where he got them from but they're not on their instagram but they are official because they've got the seal and stuff anyway that's that's by the by um it's just it's just odd how they do their social media um but they have they announced some uh, uh, kind of a new video with shield versus hydra um and they announced models new models for captain america and the human torch um, which is basically a new Captain America model. Now I didn't know. I'm not very up on Marvel lore. That Human Torch isn't the Fantastic Four Human Torch. Apparently, there was a in the very first Captain America comic there was a, another guy who was the Human Torch, and it's that guy. So it's all set in. I think they, I think the models are all old. Well, not old, but they're all set for in wartime. Yeah, you know, that that era. So we're talking Captain about America.
1: Jonathan Storm, basically.
0: Yeah, I guess so. You, uh, yeah, yeah. I, Yeah, I think so. That is what it's called, isn't it? Yes. Um, Yeah. So yeah. So, but there, there there was um, a curious amount of moaning about this on Facebook. and like there always is, on the internet, about how we didn't need a Captain America model, and we certainly didn't need that iteration of the Human Torch, could we have that Human Torch Vision? because apparently bits of him ended up being envisioned in the comics or something, I don't really understand, Uh, or follow it, Mm. but, and then there was also, they've also announced that there's going to, Red Skull's going to, there's a new Red Skull model, people didn't want a new Red Skull model, Uh, but I think the new new Red Skull model looks pretty cool, and he comes with, like Nick Fury does, uh, and uh, Electra, and, and, daredevil do they, they, they come with Soldier grunts which look I think they look pretty cool as well they, they, they're nice there's going to be Baron Strucker and Arnhem Zola models and I love the Zola model so I'm looking forward to I, might, I, might, I, might, I don't know if I get those but they, they look cool there's a Nick Fury Senior and the Howling Commandos and they appear to be all on one base which is curious I don't quite yeah, know how I that works yeah I saw that yeah
1: I'm sure they're not grunts quite. but it's like yeah really
0: yeah so I don't know whether they're just like a big Hero, I don't know. Um, yeah. And then there's this crazy Malkeith Malkith, not Keith, Keith, Um <laughs> Malkith, or a flying My tiger, Keith. or Malakith, I don't know how it's pronounced, uh, or a flying tiger.
1: Um, or a flying tiger, because when you want to yeah. be absolutely, mostly ridiculous, you can be, give a tiger wings.
0: And I got very confused, because I thought he was a Warhammer character,
1: um, a Dark he Elf, is? and he
0: is, and so I, yeah. I don't know... Because then I looked, so I looked more into it. I think, well, did they just steal it? Did, because obviously, because he's an Asgardian, baddie, isn't he? And I thought, oh well, they obviously stolen that from North mythology. But apparently, he doesn't exist in North mythology, so he was just mm-hmm. they just made him up. For I think they made it up in 1984. So I can only assume that Warhammer stole him from from them. Possibly. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. The name was just coincidentally made up the same name, I and mean, they were always happy to borrow stuff, weren't they? Um, Gw. So yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't get. I didn't have time to get to the bottom of the origins of, of either of either uh, character. But um, there it is. So there's he, he's. It's a cool model. I'm not sure I. will get it. But it's a cool model. Uh, but one thing I am interested in is they've announced there's going to be a new Asgardian faction pack for. Um, so basically, it's it, it's Thor and I think Loki and I can't remember Hela maybe uh, together. And there's so a yeah, them more together. Got Hela four of them all together and um, I I, I like those models I I haven't got any Asgardians so I think that them more than Black um, whatever they're called what they're called the baddies oh the Black Black
1: yeah Black Order
0: Black Order that's it Uh,
1: I just couldn't think of the word Black
0: Order more than them I think I'm more likely to get the Asgardians I kind of get the feeling that those factions haven't been selling so well so they've put them together in a in a cheap pack cheaper pack because it's quite a, it's quite a yeah. decent saving and it's worked because I will probably buy them uh, and then they also announced a load of Star Wars Legion stuff now I know we don't play Star Wars Legion but I got very excited by it even though I don't play it uh, so they yeah, announced yeah, some assassin droids which I'm not that interested in actually um, and then some swoop bike models which just look fantastic They I think they're kind of kinda of used in Man the Mandalorian T V show. Right. Uh, but they they're yeah. kinda of like they're kinda of like not quite. Those ones are a bit more like Lambret- hover Lambrettas, But they're uh, they're kind of like a cross between the Lambretta and the speeder bikes from Return of the Jedi. Kind of you know, they're yeah. kind of more common altogether. Um and um but they look cool. And then they announced they're gonna do battle boxes, I think, for people to get into new factions easily. So there is p- gonna be a Separatist one, full of droids, with your mate General Grievous, uh, and yeah, and so this is like if I, if I was going to tip tip me over the edge, it'd be one of these. Although I've actually got quite a lot of the models because I bought them in the idea that we might play. But there's going to be some em- snow troopers for Empire on Hoth, some uh, the rebels for, for, for the Hoth thing. So for, from the Empire Strikes Back. They come with like um, the, the the one of them. The Empire one comes with Vader and loads of Snowtroopers, and the Rebels one comes with uh, Leia and Chewbacca and C three PO, I think. Fire um, First Legion with Anakin uh, and loads of clones, um, and then the Separatist box, and then they're actually bringing out because they've done a new Separatist starter oh, Sorry, not Separatist, a Scum and Villainy type starter set. They're bringing out a Shadow Collective battle box as well, which has got more. Yeah, cool. Darth Maul and some the, the, the evil Mandalorians, Clan, clan Saxon, they look, they look pretty cool. So, um, nice. um, I'm, I'm, I might get that one. They've got the Paul Pike syndicate as well on there. They're quite cool. I might, I might get that one. I might be able to justify that to myself at some point. Even though I don't, really don't have time to play paint them, so I really shouldn't get it. So I'll try to, I'll try to avoid it. But you won't. I won't. <laughs> and now we need a little musical interlude do, 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 do.
1: Because
0: it's time for our Marlowe moment. The, uh,
1: like I say, I we need that that tune from the um, ah from that that cigarette commercial. Uh, I, was thinking, I was thinking
0: of the music from you. This might be too old for you. This reference. Do you remember uh, "Take Heart" with Tony Hart, and he used to go to the gallery? Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. And
0: yeah. it used to have the music, um, something like that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That bastard either, never I, put any I, of my art up. Uh, no, mine either. I'm not sure I sent him any, but um, no, I think I did. I did. <laughs> I did send him some, but I was shit. I definitely art. sent some. <laughs>
1: so so, so uh, does okay, mean I don't okay. hate him for it. Okay. Well, I think we should finish
0: finished there. Um, so yeah, yeah, the Marlow yeah. moment this week. Uh, now, Andrew, you might have sent us in some more questions. I was looking through the list of questions you sent us, and they're all about Warhammer Underworld, which we haven't played for, for weeks. Um, so, uh, but the Marlowe moment to note this week is what makes Agents of Sigma different from other channels.
1: Oh, well, we are definitely much more lazy than most other channels.
0: Yeah, we definitely have a, a, a slacker at work ethic.
1: Yeah, that is that is a definite <laughs> definite top top point there. Um, we also aren't as good at painting or at gaming, so there's that too. I like to feel like we make other people feel good about their hobbies.
0: Because <laughs> we the
1: low- well,
0: we're the lowest common denominator, is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I, I think I,
1: for.
0: I, yeah. We don't take it too seriously, that is, that is definitely true. And that is mainly due to our own incompetence rather than any sort of deliberate efforts and to not take things too seriously. Yeah
1: yeah yeah I, d- that, I, don't
0: I don't know what we offer that's much. I don't know what we offer this David Channel. I think probably I'd like to think that we offer a realistic uh, out, overview of what gaming is like and not a not just saying everything is brilliant um, but also B just kind of like trying to squeeze gaming into life
1: a uh, few drops of game time out of the rock the stone that is yeah. being an adult's yeah. life
0: yeah basically yeah I, th- I think that's the Which,
1: unfortunately, it is not really something that, that does well on YouTube.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> well, as you, said bef- as you said before, we appeal to casual gamers, but casual gamers don't spend all their time watching YouTube videos, so we're a bit stuffed. <laughs> no. Um, no, yeah. not
1: really. And um, I like to think
0: we have, uh, we have good jokes. I'd like to think we have, we have some of the better jokes in the gaming fraternity.
1: I think the I think the one one of the main things that we have over all other channels, is that there's two of us, and most other channels only have one person doing it, or it's one person, and then when they're playing games, they're just playing against some, nobody, some face that they some rando uh, gaming. Yeah. yeah, So it's all one-sided, whereas we are we we give the full, double double team you know experience, but that's about it.
0: Yeah. I'm just, I've got horrible vision now. You and I giving somebody the full double team experience, but anyway, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> enough Mal's of that for that for the
1: weekend.
0: <laughs> I think it he's a lot stronger, stronger than we are. He only eats chicken and bananas. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that. That's the Mario moment. I'm not sure anybody needs that. I feel, that. Like, I feel <laughs> like
1: we don't want to we don't want to pull on that thread too much. So it's probably best we <laughs> move on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, nothing. I'm going, I'm leaving. We offer nothing to anybody else. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> oh, I really need a drink. It's hot, it's hot in here tonight. Um, right. It's Yeah. Um, good job. We've only got sort of 40 minutes left. So, uh, the main focus of tonight's well, we finally got there. <laughs> always feels like an age here here. to the down ma- to the main topic of conversation. Uh, but uh, tonight's subject is... Well, you probably know. It's no point in doing a drum roll. It's uh, apps in games.
1: Apps in games. Good or bad, so, Pete? Yeah. Apps in games. Are they good? Are they bad? Do they stymie our creative geniuses? Do they help prompt more creative flair? Do they just promote laziness? Or do they just help people concentrate? A bit like sat-nav. Does it, does it make you a worse driver if you have sat-nav? Or does it enable you to concentrate more on the road and your surroundings and not have to worry about should you be taking that exit. You don't have to worry because the sat told you you don't have to take that exit so you can concentrate on that car in front of you that keeps weaving between lanes instead. Is it like yeah. that?
0: What?
1: Or do know. people just blindly or do people just blindly follow their sat-nav and end up with like 16 tonne semis stuck down some country lane that they now can't get out of because they weren't paying attention?
0: I suspect, much like satnavs. But the answer is both.
1: Yeah. I I mean, there aren't very many
0: apps in games, or certainly not the games we play. There may be. Obviously, we we only play a tiny slice of the gaming pie. Um, And I don't want to make this all about GW, but GW in particular seem to completely avoid having any sort of decent app (laughs) to drive their games.
1: Um, And when they do have an app, it's usually rubbish.
0: Yeah, I mean, I haven't really used them. I've only heard bad things. And you only have to look at how they—I know it's not an app—but how they updated the, or must have even still updated the underworlds, under their own underworlds uh, card database uh, to know yeah. that that's just that's just not their thing that they're interested in doing. Having any sort of IT support really for their for their games. But so and I don't want to make it because all because somebody GW. started
1: to create like an AOS army builder years and years ago, and GW took that and brought them in. And said, right, well, everybody's using this, this website, this army builder website, so we're gonna we're gonna bring it on board, we're gonna we're gonna actually adopt it and, and update it and give it a bit more attention and, and detail and we're gonna make it a thing. And for a little very short period of time I thought, Oh, GW have understood now what's going on with this kind of stuff and that they do need to invest more in this area and then just went out the window after that. So they, went, oh, okay, no, <laughs> they haven't.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I mean I think at the moment I mean, I've written down here, this is what I, This is just what I think. But I feel like there's four functions, and there might be more uh, functions that you get for apps in games. And these, these are the four I can think of. So there's rules reference, and then there's kind of like your pre, and what, I call, what I've called pre and post game apps. And they're, they're probably the most common. So they're kind yeah. of things like, Underworld DB, or I don't know, again, not strictly that, but that kind of thing. That or the
1: yak tribe, and
0: yak tribe, where you store the information about, or yeah. even the battle scribe, all those things. You're going to do. This is the thing I'm taking to the game, uh, whatever yeah. game it is you're doing.
1: Or your battle, uh, or battle or this is manager,
0: yeah, exactly, and the, or this is what's happened to my stuff after the game. Yeah, and then. Um, what I would like to see more of, I think, is the way, probably where we started having this conversation, is in, in-game apps to track rules interactions and what dice you need to roll and what values you need, that kind of thing. So I don't know, I've got, that's kind of like an in-game, in-game interaction. And then I think you could also have games that, uh, or apps rather, that drive narrative within games. And there's like examples of that, but that that you don't certainly don't see that on the Warhammer side or even the MCP side. And I would be quite interesting that we'll talk about that at the end but um i think that's a really a missed opportunity for a lot of a lot of places
1: as a so, random aside the very first app i remember gw producing came on a cd and it was a army builder so it enabled you to drag and drop things in and then you could then expand you get this little tree diagram view of your your army and your squads and you could then expand that and add special weapons and that kind of thing it did all the points sort of stuff for you i don't know if anybody listening remembers that um i can't remember what it was called. i think they released two discs i'm sure they did like a space marine one and a chaos space marine one i want to say but it might have been something else uh, and i'm sure at one point we thought this is the future you know all army books will come with a cd that you will stick in your pc and you'll be able to use that to, to build your armies on it will be wonderful and whizzy and fantastic and it didn't really take off so
0: no I mean... Um, uh, James
1: Gazareth just as a quick comment, has said that apps are handy if they're an aid to playing, but to make them essential is potentially going to give significant short shelf life to a game. And I do agree with that. I think yeah, uh, I they do. should help as a player aid for the most part rather than um, making them essential.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't, I, I don't mind in particular... like If, if the particular game has... You know, I wouldn't want it to become an essential part of, say... Marvel Crisis Protocol, or whatever, but there might yeah. be games that are created around the app, and that that I think is fine. Like Journeys in Middle Earth, you do have a problem with the company has to not go bust or has to maintain interest in it to keep it to keep it going. Uh, but assuming yeah. that that's what they're going to do, then yeah. I, I don't have a problem with them. Um, but this was more, I think, this the, the whole reason for this topic of conversation was driven from our desire when playing Marvel Crisis Protocol yeah. to. Um, just have something that made it a bit easier to track h- how much damage things had taken, how much power they had after they'd taken damage, or after they you know, got to an end of a turn. And yeah. Um, we, yeah, it just I just feel like that sort of thing, like stacking up tokens, or is just is there's no need to do that now, or there's no need in. I, I don't really know how it works. I'm not a coder or, or, or whatever. I don't know the best way to implement it. But when you're playing. Playing games where they have modifiers there's no need for you to have to try and remember all the time what modifiers pertain and what time it I, I, I think you can easily have something which which can track that or you should you should be able to create something within the game that, that can track because to be honest if you can't do it, then how the hell is a human meant to keep up you know it, yeah. I, I know there are some there will be some te- implementation issues, but I, ju- I just feel like games are quite complex now with lots of moving parts and apps can. Help you uh, just bring down the number of things things you need to remember.
1: Yeah, I think for me, I always thought when we start playing a bit of forty k, because the heroes always had special things like uh, when this hero is near a squad, they can re-roll once to hit, or you know this kind of stuff. And AOS had had a very similar thing that if this hero is near this unit, then they'll get these kind of bonuses and sixes or extra hits or re-rolling wands or whatever those kind of things are and mcp is similar again in the they say it's tracking things like the energy and the wounds and stuff like that and i'm sure a lot of people would be saying it's only five characters how hard is it to track those kind of things but if you don't have a big enough table to be able to have all your fighter cards all nicely laid down in front of you it's a lot more of a faff to have to keep reaching to picking those up and stuff and yeah you know, and it everybody... only needs you to put
0: put things in the wrong place or just get distracted and forget to take the tokens off and then yeah. you can't remember whether you've done it, and then you might not do it in which case you're cheating, or you might take them off twice in which case you've done yourself a, a disservice. Now might people say well I don't I remember how many I've got but um i I've, I just find especially as we like you say, we've only got a small tables with the tokens, you can end up looking at your things and because you've knocked the table or whatever or you you can't actually tell which card they're meant to be on anymore not either you know the, the, yeah. Whereas an app keeps it, and I know there are aids to help you keep your tokens in line, but an app, an app will keep that nicely. And then it, you know, it's fairly easy in the sense that you you can press a button that says end of turn, and everybody goes up one. It remembers any special conditions they've got on them, so they don't go up for any reason, or they need to take damage for any reason. It just does it, and you haven't got to you haven't got to rely on your own memory. Um, and and you also you also for those who are more competitively minded, you also know that your opponent has done it right too because that that it's hard enough yeah. keeping your own things in track track of your own things let alone keeping track of what's going on with your with your opponent you know he could to be honest you know, I could be playing somebody and they could just tell me they've got six, 7 power on um, Electra and I wouldn't know one way or the other whether they had because you know it can't keep
1: can't keep up now, and with things like the pre and post game apps which we sort of touched on a bit things like Yak Tribe and um, uh, Battle Companies Manager and stuff like that you don't necessarily do the end of game sequence very often it can be a lot of flicking through and just looking for the end of game sequence okay first roll all this table all right let's go and find that table all right okay mm. roll the dice all right if you get this you have to go and look at this thing oh right okay, we'll have to go over there and do that and this. but with the app especially like the battle companies one the way he done it he just sort of said right you want to do this now so this is what has happened you know tick the boxes that apply to this fighter you tick them he goes alright they've got 10 experience points or whatever he's just
0: the, okay, the Battle Company's
1: one is, is brilliant. It's
0: yeah. the best one I've seen. It kind of allows, it enables you to do... Because like most of these things are, like you say, we said a before and after the game, it actually does enable you to do things in the game. You can tick off when someone's yeah. injured and it will remember that, that person was You, know, injured, uh, you know, taken out of action. It will tell you when you've got your yeah. brake test, ready to take your brake test. The only thing wrong, 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 wrong with it is the wrong word, but it's, it's unofficial, so it can't be as comprehensive as it needs to be
1: yeah which is a shame um, it would be really good if it, if they could because then it's like you have a defense of four but if you have a shield then it's defense of five but you don't if you forget to update that then it's like you could be spending ages running around with a defense of four when actually it should be five and you're sort of doing yeah, yourself out but i mean they can only go so far and at least it does give that option for you to be able to do that so it's like it should just know if you add a shield to your equipment it just changes your defense for you
0: yeah and any special rules that the character might have, and it, but it's so good, and I would have thought so. E- now it's all been designed so easy for GW to say, "We'll buy that off you, or come into our team, and we'll do that, and just and just plug in their yeah, pl- pl- plug in their um, th- yeah, their, their data." But this is the thing. I mean, even even MCP. I know you don't. The, the, the rule set for MCP is, is comparatively small, but there is no. Even rules database for these things, unless somebody's no. usf- you know somebody done uh, unofficially done one. so when we get a rule that we want to look up, it's really hard to find the rule if you can't find it in the rule book you, you google it but, but yeah it would be so easy to have documents you know documents within that like FAq documents rule documents just be so easy to 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 find for for a whole host of games say not just Dw but any, any game even MCP where the rules rules are comparatively simple they're not there's always exceptions and whatever it would just be so great to have everything you need in one handy place searchable place
1: yeah and and yeah it would just it just reduces that level of having to look around for information if it's in an app it just tells you like okay like even for games like 40k they could do like a a setup app which is literally just go through the steps okay pick a mission go to page blah You know, roll the table. If they don't want to put all the information into the app, they Mm. could just have you know page references and instructions. Do this, do this, do that, do that.
0: But there's no reason really why the data shouldn't be in the app, really. But
1: but yeah, you're right. But but
0: it's and I it's odd because you would think that these kind of things would be actually quite a good way of um, selling you stuff. I don't mean extra app content. No, I mean this is very crude, but. If they had their own battle companies manager, GW could at the end of it they could say, "Oh, you can recruit a new cave troll." Or did you know you can buy a cave troll on the GW website? And you you know you're immediately, you know, or you know you're you're looking at your Rohan options. You know, I don't really know how to to what you know. how, where I get one of those models from, and they could show you, or well, this is what you would need to do. That well, I mean, you probably would know, but you know what I mean. There, there, there are yeah. ways, or, or, or an MCP one could say, well, "Okay, you've got this team, but have you thought about supplementing it with this person?" Because this person, yeah, you know, and I, it, it would have to be subtle, um, but so that you didn't get like felt like you were being sold stuff all the time. But it's a really and it's a really good way of getting customer data as well. I mean, customer data is is king, isn't it? I was reading a thing about. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit political again but it was about the Tory party and they asked some sort of inane question um, I can't remember what the question was now but it was basically you would just click yes or no but then you had to give some details and it was literally just a data capture exercise
1: Yeah, um, just to get people's details like That I mean data y- is
0: key yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, so you, yeah, so any any app that you subs- subscribed they could see what who you like to play uh, potentially what um you know what what powers you use so they could gain loads of data about how their game is being used by it as well so it just seems to me crazy that places don't invest more in app technology because I think it could really enhance the game i mean Gazareth was saying he wouldn't want it to be integral to the game but the thing I was talking about about having apps that drive the narrative, Imagine playing an objective game like, like M.C.P. or you know, even Warhammer, where they have you have one you know, forty thousand. They have objectives on the table. You could make them dynamic. I know there are me- yeah. mechanisms within within some of the games to have them. I know, but you could actually have specific things that the the app could semi randomly generate yeah. that change conditions on the board, change the victory conditions, change the weather conditions. Just make the game more dynamic. And I think they would I can't imagine anybody in the gaming world who wouldn't like that. I mean, imagine yep. MCP games are fun, but imagine how much fun they would be if a new threat arrived, or, or you know, or the yeah. thing that you captured wasn't the thing you actually needed at all, because there would be a dastardly double cross.
1: Um, and and, and will, a lot of people will say things like, "Oh, but you can drive that with a deck of cards." And yeah, you can, but. Know, do we need more decks of cards for these things? There's only so many trees around, and most people mm. aren't then going to be able to get those decks because they'll be around for a limited period of time. But if they're a download, you just go into the app and go, "Oh, I want to download the the MCP Fight for you know Battle for New York scenario," and it'll yeah. you know it'll then. But it also, like it becomes
0: part there. of it becomes part of the game. So as we yeah. know from from playing Bladeborn or, or not, not so much Bladeborn but Warcry, you get the cards, you read them. It, it's a bit like Oh well, this is what I'm doing now. But if if the app makes it exciting and it has a few f- whizzy gizmos, um, you immediately, yeah, you know, it, 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 it's 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 not something you've generated. It's being generated for you. So you're it's actually rather than you doing the action, the action is. And I think, I think I'm only correcting out of word there, having the action driven by the game itself is more appealing, I think, than than actually setting it up yourself.
1: Well, we've got a little board game, that, that, a little family game called um, Last Defense, and it's actually run via an app. Um, you have a board. There are locations. You have you you all have a playing piece, and um, it's a cooperative game and and you have to take turns so you roll the dice to tell you how oh, far you can move and, and then how many equipment cards you can pick up and you have to go to different locations as they're getting destroyed but the app itself is like a newsreel thing going on and then every now and then you'll suddenly get like a news announcement that a monster has appeared at this venue and then you have to put that monster on the board and you have to try and avoid it whilst going around doing other stuff and you have to complete the game in like I can't remember what it is, 20 minutes or something, that's how long the game. So it tracks the time, but it also does the random announcements and when things turn up and when they move to new locations and all this kind of stuff. And it just means that you haven't got to sit there and go through a bunch of steps at the end of each person's turn saying, like, roll a dice and consult this table, or take yeah. a card from the top of the deck and read it. It's just it just suddenly tells you. And you might be in the middle of doing something and suddenly it starts like having this emergency newscaster announcement, you're like, Oh my god! And it just just gives you that little bit of extra excitement and, and fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We've got a game called Doctor Panic, where you basically simulate uh, somebody have, being on the operating table. where They go into car- the app, will suddenly tell turn a cardiac arrest, and you all have to do things. You all have to do something, and then p- p- press the button to like to shock them. And then if they might they might come back or they might not. Um, and it's it's very silly, but it, it, but it's good fun. It's good
1: fun. And, and I know uh, that you possibly couldn't have quite so much the same kind of time. Um, thing on, on especially games like 40k on MTP because people will go at their own speed, but you could just very easily have like a big red button on the screen which says that at the end of the round or at the beginning of this step or whatever, press that button and then mm. something happens, or maybe it doesn't, but it just adds that in.
0: Well, exactly. You could that's the beauty of it is you it might not happen, so you, and yeah. you've just but you've got flexibility, you've got great flexibility for true narrative games. GW always talking about their three ways to play. They could actually create, uh, and Marvel, to be fair, could too, create a really interesting narrative experience with an app. That's um, yeah. because I like M C P, and I think it's a good game, but I f- I feel like it isn't a narrative enough game for me, considering it is entirely yeah. based on a narrative medium. I mean, yeah. well, I, suppose, I suppose arguably all games are, uh, but um, it, it it is very we we've tried to create a bit of story in our in our. In the way we set it up, but they, they, there aren't really any narrative rules that are satisfactory, no. um, and I, I think and, and
1: really, they all just come down to place the objectives in one of about three different shapes yeah. on the board, and then you need to hold on to them, and that's yeah. that's kind of it.
0: There isn't there isn't much different, is there? No, it's not like so, in so,
1: Marvel. Uh, it's not like in Middle Earth strategy battle games, like you have to get the objective, but then you have to take it off the opponent's side of the board or things like that. At least that gives a bit more. Flavour to to what's going on. There's a little bit more going on, you know, to, to actually spice the game up a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. I think I think that 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 adventure that we played is was, was, that was a really nice. That's probably one of the best ones I've seen actually. Um, yeah. That really that really worked for me.
1: Uh, G- Juma's Gazerus has said as well that the D and D Beyond app is really useful for playing D and do think that is an absolutely fantastic app, and it pretty much enables yeah. you to play. D and D without needing any paper or pencils or dice, even if you don't want yeah. it, just does it all for you, and that is fantastic that they've done that.
0: Yeah, virtual tabletops in themselves are really good, but yeah, the D and D beyond—it's that's an example of somebody getting, I think, getting how to do it.
1: If yeah. You know
0: what I mean? That they've implemented, they've obviously thought about that a lot, and I think that also gives them away. I'm not, I'm not sure I particularly want places to go down this route but that actually has given them a way to sell things twice. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah that there is um, a masterstroke of, of marketing. Um,
1: Although I, th- I think you, the uh, d d Beyond stuff, I think it's all free once you've created an account. You can pretty much get all the information you need. It's you can get a lot of stuff for free, stuff. but uh, I mean, think there's, you, there's you have to subscribe. There's not all, necessarily all the monsters and stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you have to
0: subscribe, and then you can, can buy can, the books. You can buy the books. You do have
1: to buy songs. the books, but... And, and yeah, you do need the books. You could buy them digitally as well. Yeah, so that's why I mean. You can buy
0: whole books. Sorry, but I keep, we keep keep each other. You can buy whole books that are into D and D beyond, so then yeah. you can use it to run run the adventure. Um, yeah, which is which is which is cool. But, but for it has GW, loads on
1: there, so Sorry, I was just going to say it just has so much on there. There's absolutely loads in there. It's fantastic. Um, the amount of that's in there because. Duke says it's quite, it's quite basic, but yeah, you can just get the player's handbook, and that's usually enough to get you started. And yeah, it's just yeah, it's really it's it's it's, it's the polar opposite of how GW have fared. They they've known what needs to be done, they've done it. it it's fantastic, and it doesn't make people not want to play the game. No, because they just and it, but it, but it so also easy. makes
0: people. It also makes people want to buy the extra content. I think in, in digital yeah. format. Whereas nothing GW do makes anybody want to buy anything in digital format.
1: <laughs> no, never, never, um, ever.
0: No, no. I was going to say something and it's gone out of my head. What am I going to say? Da, 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 da. Well, we've forgotten in mind. <laughs> Sorry oh, about that,
1: people. I, I do think that <laughs> overall, I think it's pretty simple. Apps in games, there aren't enough of them. There should be more of them. And I think that they, they are quite underused. There are a few games there was that one you had, the Viking one where the app does a lot for you there's that Lord of the Rings game you've got where the app obviously drives a lot of it for you but I think overall in in general for GW and others like MCP, they could be using apps a lot more just for in-game support, just for tracking stuff and monitoring things and giving you somewhere to have that digital clipboard of, of stuff.
0: Yeah exactly Exactly. So I mean, like, like to take to take a GW example is you could have your army list, which is built with fighters X Y Z, um, and then you know it could say, well, when you could then take it into the game. So that, okay, I mean, even very simply, it could is fighter X within six inches of fighter Y? Well, in that case, they get pluses on their dice rolls. You know, yeah. you know I mean, you could do it that way if you didn't want to have a whole because it could be start to get tricky. But there must be better ways of implementing it. It's oh, like, there's. Well, yeah, I mean. Now, now you need to just, a, button, a, just a
1: bunch of prompts. Even if even if it's just like a, yeah. you know, goes through and goes, okay, turn one movement phase, and they just give you all the mm. you know all the units that are in your army, and so you just go right. I've moved them. I've moved them. I've moved them. You just yeah. swipe them off. Once you swipe them all off, you move on to the next phase, whether that is shooting or whatever, and then it gives you these units that have yeah. range attacks. You're like, okay. I've done that one. I've done that one. Uh, and and as you're doing things, it can pop up with things like, are they under this or are i.e., within six inches of this hero, or have you cast yeah. a spell? And that kind of thing. And it just, yeah, it does, just gives you does those it mental apply. prompts.
0: Have you done the rerolls? Yeah, yeah. because that's eff- that's effectively how the um, Journey to Middle Earth one works, to, to a degree, because it does sort of... You still have to do the stuff, and all you do is, when you've done it, say, this is what we did, or well, I've done it, and this was the outcome. So you, you when you have a combat, you just say, well, you have to move that person, and they have the combat, and then you... you do the combat through the cards, and then you, and then you say, "Well, I did six damage, um, and you know they've got two armor, and, and that, that's the only bit the app does. Everything else you do, you do yourself. So yeah. it's not that isn't particularly complicated. Um, so yeah, it would be easy enough to implement, I think, in in, in a in a GW game, or and certainly in, in Marvel Crisis Protocol.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, if I had the time, I could probably write a Marvel Quest Protocol one, and I did write uh, basically a Google sheet would have done it had had Google Sheets worked properly on my phone or on your phone because I don't think it works properly in the app versions um, and it just wasn't worth us sitting there with the actual Macs to try and to do it as we were going along but <laughs> crazy, it, could have it, been was almost, it, it was almost there I mean the only other problem is of course the fact that iPhone apps you have to pay like a hundred quid to be able to put apps on the store so it was immediately not worth it even trying for that but Every now and then I think, oh, I'll just do that, it'll be easy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I think about that, about playing the guitar. Um...
1: Yeah. (laughs) One of the things, I'm probably capable of doing all of those things, I just don't have the time or, or, you know, energy to be able to commit to actually doing any of them. Because if I did that, then I wouldn't actually have any time to actually play the game.
0: No, and it's one of those things, you could spend a lot of time doing it and it just be rubbish. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and not work, and that 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 time is entirely wasted. Whereas you could do something Even else it. useful that that does enhance the game, definitely would enhance the game, like painting a model, for example.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's so the long and short of it, on. then.
0: Sorry,
1: I was just going to say it's that it's just that call cool of do I want to spend this thing doing something that definitely helps, like paint a model, or do I want to spend my time trying to work out how to do this thing, which probably isn't going to work. I think I pay yeah. the model.
0: Yeah, I, there was a, there was it. an
1: app, there was an M C P app by somebody called Crit Wild, which is great. Enables you to build army lists, and it does have a little quick reference thing in there of what the different effects do, like incinerate and hex and root and slow and stuff like. That. But there's no in-game tracking. If they could add in-game tracking, I would pay for that. I'd pay money for that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We, we yes. I think we th- we thought the um, battle companies guy could probably do something good for MCP as well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Get on it. It's simpler.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So we will definitely be using battle companies manager to to manage our uh, battle companies, <laughs> in, our battle um,
1: companies.
0: <laughs> in Lord of the Rings. We, it must have definitely. a ridiculously long acronym. It's like be <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yep, yeah. plenty
0: I long put, put, I, I put Pete to sleep with that uh, with that long acronym. So I think with fifteen minutes to go to the end of the show, we've concluded Ooh. that apps are brilliant and they should definitely be more of them.
1: Yeah. Any company uh, that isn't sitting there right now working on a strategy on how to get apps into their games more, as frankly, Mr. Boat, Mr. Trick.
0: Yeah, and but maybe, maybe we're in the Marathi. Maybe people don't. Don't want them. because I mean, I mean there aren't there aren't very I many. I was just looking at this uh, at this in uh, the corner of my screen. I've got the O two hundred hours box. Now, obviously, that's just one guy, so I wouldn't expect him to write an app. Uh, no. But it's yeah, that's the sort of game where I can really see that it could be really good because it's it's meant to be a hidden hidden ish movement game. It's not a hidden movement because you can see you can see where your men are, but it's a kind of hidden ish movement game, stealthy kind of thing and I could really see where a game like that could have an app integral to it um, to to throw curveballs your way in in the darkness while you're trying to stealthily creep through a prisoner of war camp or whatever Um, yeah so but maybe people just want that physical people just want that physical interaction (laughs) Um, maybe because again I mean just I imagine probably the people who play them may not want them but I would have thought like, a serious war game could really benefit from having an app, yeah, in just the sense that it, even even if it was just a, a historical note, So you, know, I mean that would be quite cool. I, I think, yeah, you know, just like a uh, well, this, this is what these guys, this is what these guys actually did at the Battle of wherever, and this is what they carried, and that kind of yeah you know, kind of thing, just just to fresh yeah, out,
1: add, the... just to add some flavour.
0: Yeah but then also to help you decide um, or not decide but yeah do these the rules interaction there must be many complicated rules and interactions for, for war games. and it, i mean i may maybe if there was a, an app that drove it all we'd be more inclined to pick up the horus heresy game for example because yeah i keep keep lots of people saying it's quite a simple game when you get into it because it's, there aren't that many variant, variations on it quite a lot of people said that on our video but i don't believe if, well I don't believe them, really, and I don't really want to get into that whole learning a new rule set. But maybe if there was a bit of hand holding on the rule set from from an app, maybe my client to. I'm not sure we would. But maybe we would. And then they but could definitely yeah,
1: it's that it's that kind of thing again where if you have just a thing on an app that gives you like um uh, the the your character, I think it says this is your character and he's got this weapon and it has this ability, you just press on that ability and it comes up with a reminder of minus one to Mm. your, you know, minus one saving Mm. throws, or plus one to wound rolls, or whatever that is, or, you know, roll two sixes in a row and you get to, you know, roll again, or whatever that, whatever that special rule is, just having that there where you can just click on it again, rather than having to go back to that friggin' inch and a half thick book and leaf through to go, what was Mm. that one again, I can't remember this. Exactly,
0: yeah, or, yeah, just search by keyword, even, you know, just, you know, what, what, all the instances of bolter for example you know so okay well what 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 the world is is a bolter I and mean, you just see what they are you know, there might not be very many but you know uh, other things they would be um and, and they, they, yeah. there's an even uh, there's an even more obvious sort of um monetary tie in there because they could actually flog you all the Horace heresy stories which you can unlock in the app and read them on your on your mobile device as well because you know they've got thousands and thousands of worth of pages like oh you're playing emperor's children did you know they appear in Aaron Densky Bowden's whatever <laughs> which you can read for a cut price on the app for of £10 and that's just like oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do that I'll do that I'll, I'll be interested in doing that so I just or, feel or like for it's for the character
1: to have a little excerpt of text from one of the books or any of the yeah. other fluff they've got knocking around for them just to really give you a picture of that character because especially things like Horace Heresy because you've not really been that involved you've never really looked into it that no. much so you know, ha- having that, just some of that flavour text and a little bit of a story about what one of the Primarchs is like just brings them that much more alive for you.
0: Uh, I think so. I think so. I mean, I've quite enjoyed, reading, one of the things I have enjoyed of having those books is, is I have enjoyed reading the bits about the, the story, There's little bits of the story, and, and who, who the people were involved in them, and that's been quite interesting. Sometimes a bit eye-rolling, but sometimes most, mostly quite interesting.
1: Um,
0: yeah, so... There we go. So we've got 10 minutes left. I don't think we've got very much left to say.
1: I think I think we've we've already talked ourselves out there today. War Machine's <laughs> war machine, war machine
0: just arrived. <laughs> just arrived for and us to say, oh, we haven't tower. got very much left to say. War Machine, what do you think of apps and games?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, to anyone listening to this on the podcast later on, uh, what do you think about apps and games? Personally, I think we're all for them for the most part. And I think all the time they don't... Form a necessary part of the game, but they act as a player aid. Apart from uh, situations where the game is built around an app, um, mm. like the like the ones we discussed, those those board game ones, like Last Defense and the the operating one you were talking about. I think in general, tabletop games they could use apps for that much easier. And I was just thinking about um, Aeronautica Imperialis as well. That would just be so oh, much yes. easier to.
0: We have talked about that, track. haven't we? I'm yeah. here. Where can I go if I make this move? I yeah. some people might say, "Well, that completely that, that, that completely takes out the skill of the game." But maybe it does. But you've still got to, it doesn't take out the skill of the game because you've still got to trick, well, not trick. You've still got to read your opponent's mind and work out where they're going to go. Yeah. If you know what I mean. But but yeah, you, know, you could you could say, "Well, if if I choose this manoeuvre at this speed." What, what hex is going to go to which a helps you just' like, make the make a decision, and b also I means you don't get it wrong because with the best win in the world, when there's a lot of when you're moving quite a lot of hexes, you can easily twist forty five degrees or whatever it is yeah. the wrong way or at the wrong time and actually cheat completely inadvertently
1: yeah and and, and I think all the games we've played at some point we've done a manoeuvre where we've we've ended up staring one way and we should have been facing another, but because we were so focused on, I need this plane to be looking in that direction at the end of the move, you've just completely, you know, we've all done it and misread Mm. the manoeuvre and just put them the wrong way around. It just gets rid of that kind of thing. And also, it then gives you the ability to be able to track things like the damage counters, and if you want to add things in, like the damage table, it would just take some of the hassle out of that because you could just use that much easier to record whether they're on fire or if they're smoking and then it can just give you a little prompt to say you know roll for roll twice on the smoking table roll twice on the fire table you know do yeah. these things
0: yeah which would be which would be yeah really good i think i, rem- I remember it actually we've got the um i bought i bought with the attention to play i got it around christmas time and of course i i think i packed it away uh, when we were deep in, we weren't quite locked down, but it, it, when Omicron was raging, I thought, "Well, I won't be playing that for a while." I packed it away somewhere. I got, I bought the Destiny's game, uh, which is completely driven by app. So it's a, it's a, I think it's, i not sure it's a co-op, but it's a kind of an exploration game. Um, and it's completely driven by app. But I re- coincidentally, while I was researching for this, I read that the they're, they're having a competition for you can win a prize if you upload the best. Kind of scenario for the game, so you can obviously clearly yeah. create your complete your cr- create your own one one players of the game can create their own adventures or scenarios or whatever for the game, and that's another thing we haven't explored that actually you can you can easily as a company you can utilise user content. So people perhaps it perhaps wouldn't work well for Warhammer, although I bet it would for the narrative games. People could upload narrative campaigns or narrative yeah. scenarios for things, but it would totally work for MCP. People could. Uh, in all sorts of interesting uh, concepts and things uh, and narrative games, I think,
1: and the, for it. And, pe- and people, would, kind of people is, love doing that. And the other good thing about that is, as well is that normally when you've got a narrative campaign thing, you read the whole thing before you start playing it. So you kind of know what's coming. But when it's in hmm. digital format, that you don't do that. You just... Well, I mean, you can because obviously there's nothing to stop you. But it's easier to not go through the whole thing You just sort of go, okay, let's see what happens next. Press Mm. the button and go with it, rather than uh, getting a whole rule book in Chicago. I'm just going to read all of this so I know what all the options are up front.
0: Yeah. Well, it could even do multiple pathways as well, couldn't it?
1: So you might have... It could be random.
0: Even on a very simple format, there may be, like for for, um, Middle Earth, you can pick different paths for your heroes, but maybe for whatever reason one of the paths isn't available, and the, and the computer just randomly says, well, actually, I'm not going to make that one available to you, because, for reasons, <laughs> and it can make up a reason why, you know, maybe you can't become a Rohan guy, can't become a leader because he was disgraced, because uh, he did something, you know what I mean, that it could, it could, it could it could make, it, could, it can it could change on the fly, and it makes it easier to, that's what I was going to say earlier, and I forgot what I was going to say, it makes it easier for, for, um, Mistakes to be corrected, FAQs to be yeah. implemented. You haven't got to worry if you if you if you've got a good app-supported game. You haven't got to worry about well, has there been an FAQ in the meantime that I don't know about? Because it would all just be updated. Just
1: be tied up the into there. Yeah. 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 Um,
0: so it would have been good for uh, um, AMG when they changed all of the stack cards for Marvel um, and MCP, and then it would be great for. I mean, GW are always tinkering with. Points, values, and um, all that kind of stuff, and it would just keep it all all dynamic, which which would be much better. Very
1: and very even concerned. in Underworlds, even in Underworlds, if you could have had a digital deck builder on your phone that you could have played, you know, if a card's text needed to be updated or have an FAQ or an errata to it or something, they could just update it there. So when you pick that card, you can see what the change is when you're when you're reading it.
0: Yeah, I mean, underworld, the Underworlds DB guy did a brilliant job, as, as you know, just off, off his own bat to, to do all that. But obviously, it's not dynamic in game so much. But it just, it, it's just brilliant, and it, it would be easy with with official support. It would have been easy to make that. You know, there are there are issues that he had with saving data and all that kind of stuff, which Joe Gazeworth just wouldn't have, wouldn't have had, and capture valuable information about. What bands were being played? What types of game were being played? You know, we could they could see from they'd be getting really good statistics on people weren't creating objective decks anymore, so they need to they need to be proactive about improving that. So it's, yeah. I just think it's although I, although I, originally I was thinking well, perhaps they just don't do it because it's a bit of a faff. I actually think they can get so much data and insight into their games. I would have thought actually it would be better for them to tailor their products, to give people what they want.
1: Yeah, there's a reason why you know big big businesses are going after data now, because it is, it is the key to the future, is knowing what your clients are doing now and what the things are they're looking at. So yeah. it, it yeah. would be insane for GW not to, to use that kind of information.
0: Yeah. One machine said he agrees, a version of Rings DB before Warhammer Underworld would be really handy. I, I haven't used Rings DB very much, but Underworld's DB is really good, and I feel like they do roughly the same thing. They, they, they perhaps have less player decks in there. I, they, I think they tend to up. Underworld's DB he up gets people. He uploads championship decks, doesn't he? But I don't think does. Yeah. I don't think it's easy. I don't think there's an easy way of actually updating your own because in RingsDB I think people can create decks and say well, I've created this deck and they can upload it I don't think there's an easy way to do that in DB I think it's done in Underworld's DB I don't know if it's done in Deckers UW Deckers was it? De- deckers? I can't remember what it's called um, it is
1: uh, yeah, Underworld's Deckers yeah
0: Underworld's Deckers and um, Well of Power I used to do it but Well of Power has fallen by the wayside now. you could upload decks to Well of Power that's fallen by the wayside yeah. but yeah it would be good I just don't think Underworlds at the moment has got the following for a Rings DB type situation.
1: No, but I mean, the, the Underworlds DB itself should have been bought by Games Workshop by now. Oh, there's, definitely. There's no, no, no excuse or reason or explanation whatsoever. GW should have been in contact with him long before yeah. now, but definitely now. Yeah, especially with the pandemic. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, I think I, there was Deckers, obviously, too. But without those two things, I'm not sure Underworlds would have survived the pandemic.
1: No, I mean, and, and people might argue, oh, yeah, but GW you know, made the cards available in the first place, but they only did for the first few seasons. And yeah. GW gave no online support, whereas Underworld's online and stuff. Yeah, but yeah.
0: Right, we managed to get,
1: get over the line It's eleven o'clock. Well, that's our speciality—is waffling on and on, waffling on. Waffle waffle waffle, waffle on, waffle, waffle, <laughs> waffle. Well, I on. hope
0: you enjoyed it. Whether you're listening live or whether you're listening uh, on underworld uh, on uh, our podcast, um, yeah. do uh, do or check us YouTube. out on social media and what have you to come and say hello. If you're if you're listening to the podcast, and you don't know we talk to us. Um, and because uh, we do like chatting, as you probably could gather, and yeah, we've we've so we're playing Moonstone this week, which we're really looking forward to, and then the following weeks, who knows, we've got some World War Two stuff done. I've playing a World War Two game for about mm. a billion years, uh, and uh, yeah, all sorts of exciting things coming up on, on the Age of Sigma. And I, I feel like Pete, they can't be that far away from a new Warband announcement for, for, for Warhammer Underworld,
1: possibly, possibly, although, um, yeah, there's only one one left to come out? No, there's two left to come no, out. Two, so. two left. Well, one won't yeah, come out knows? until
0: October time. But there must be something to tide us over through this through this summer.
1: Yeah, yeah, it must be something yeah. So I thought we'd have yeah. two more war bands come out now and then we'd have the summer lull before the new the new Underworlds box would come out in September. Yeah, so. but there's
0: one more. There's one more. There's a pack of... <laughs> sticking my fingers up, about you. There's a pack of... Um, what they're called rivals stuff and, and an extra war because it's four war bands per yeah, half
1: season but, but we haven't had we day. haven't had four for Nether Maze yet have we no we've had two we haven't so, had three for, but we've only had two so
0: we've only had two yes. Yeah. so yeah, it should be I think somewhere between now and October there'll be another box and a and a um, Rivals deck and then presumably around October time there'll be this weird thing we did this time with the Exiled Dead and the box coming the same weekend they'll do something similar to that I assume. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so there ought Hopefully. to be something I suppose we've got I suppose in the beginning of June, isn't it? Like well, mid June now. Yeah. But so you've got July, August, September. So maybe in July, the release end of July, maybe.
1: Who knows? Yeah, I think so. Who knows? Who knows? But, we well don't. thank
0: you very much. Mr. Marlowe, it says cheers, gents, in the chat. Yes, nice to talk to you, Mr. Marlowe. Do send us some more questions, please. Uh, for our Marlowe yeah. moments.
1: We need more Marlowe moments.
0: I think, people I think we might have to do said so He did lots of questions about Underworlds, but since we don't play a lot of Underworlds, I'm not sure they're necessarily suitable for uh, live chat. But maybe we'll do a video of Marlo, Underworlds Marlowe moments and just go through the whole lot and, just, and then just put it out as a video. What do you reckon? Yeah,
1: yeah, we'd yeah we could try that maybe. We could,
0: do that. we could do that, yeah. All right, we could do that if we bothered Andrew. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, thank every thank everyone for tuning in. I uh, hope you have a good day wherever you are listening to this now or at a later date on the podcast. Stay safe, and we'll yep. see you Take soon, care, everybody. In... See you soon, the Agency Signal.
0: Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. We do hope you enjoyed the show. We'd like to put a special thank you out there to all our Patreon supporters for making this possible. If you do want to help support us further please check us out on Patreon. All Money Players go straight back into making more of this content. Also, don't forget you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You'll find links in the show notes. We'll see you soon. Bye.